0: welcome to from the back Tease, a podcast where we tee it up from
1: the
2: back every week
0: welcome to the from the back tees podcast today's september 7th and uh the pga tour season has just come to an end i know uh reed you got some special guests to introduce us to
1: yeah, uh, two of my best friends, two of good friends from uh, down at uh, Silverleaf Resort in Scottsdale, uh, Connor Geisley and Don Worley. Welcome to the show. How are we doing?
2: Good, Reed. Thanks for having us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Reed. Appreciate it, brother. Where are you, where are you guys at right now?
2: Um, I'm still in Scottsdale, out in the desert. It's very hot out here.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is it, like 110 a day?
2: Uh, today was I think one. I think it was like one twelve or one thirteen. It's been a record. It's been a record high summer. It's crazy.
4: I saw in Palm Springs it got to like one eighteen or something.
2: Yeah, it was one. It was one sixteen on Sunday. Like it's just been nuts. It's it's crazy. It's still looping though, which is insane. So
4: it's just just a dry heat, right? That's what they say. (laughs) It is.
2: No, it really is though. It does make a difference because, like, I'm from Chicago, so I'm used to the humidity. I much. I would rather the dry heat any day.
3: Interesting. Uh, Connor, where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in Don's neck of the woods, man. I'm Yes on... he is. Yeah, I'm caddying at a golf course called North Shore Country Club in Glenview. Okay.
1: okay, I was just in Chicago.
3: Yeah, we were actually pretty close to each other, brother.
1: I had no idea. Uh, yeah. we, I'll tell you what.
2: That where golf were you at? Course, uh, Olympia Fields. Oh yeah, duh. I should.
3: Right,
1: but it was that golf course was so hard.
3: Dude, those scores were were brutal,
1: man. I mean, what Rom did on the weekend there was
3: impressive. I mean, one bogey and it was just because he In picked insane. up. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: Gonna... <laughs> I mean, it was it was there if you're hitting it perfect, but I'm telling you, it was hard to do because the greens were just tough and the fairways were running and firm and you know, and he, the rough was. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best, and, you know, it was tough, and, and it just made it, made it tough, you know, and the wind was blowing at times a little bit, and swirling through the trees, and, but, it, you know, good, good test of golf, fair test of golf.
3: Yeah, I mean, those are, those are some U.S. Open scores. Right. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, so before we get into things, though, I know we like to have our guests give a little pitch as to uh, your background and all that. So I guess, uh, Conrad, if you don't mind, giving us a quick two-minute elevator pitch.
3: Uh, well, I mean, as far as caddy-wise, I mean, I started – the first time I ever caddied, actually, uh, I caddied for a buddy named Paul Peterson. I caddied out in Asia. Um, that was a good experience. The I mean, first time I ever on the bag, and we caddied out in Singapore and uh, got a pair of Jordan Speeds on the weekend, who was, in, he was the number one player in the world at the time, which was pretty cool cool experience. And then the um, caddying back home with so for the last probably four years. But uh, I turned pro a few years ago, so I'm still chasing the dream, but caddying on the side to make a little money. Good well, what about yourself?
2: Well, I've been a club caddy born and raised. I started caddying when I was like 18, 17, 18 years old in Chicago. Like total fluke. It just kind of happened. And then I just fell in love and, you know, did it all throughout college. And then after college, I quit caddying to do the whole corporate thing. Did that for a couple of years and was just miserable. So I decided to quit that job on a total whim as well. Move out to Scottsdale and somehow got worked my way into Silverleaf, and it's just been heaven ever since. So
1: what? Uh, what are you guys? Are you guys getting ready to go back to Silverleaf here in a couple months, or what, what's the plan?
2: Well, Silverleaf has like actually it's been it's been quite an inter- interesting summer this year at Silverleaf with you know how COVID has been and everything. Um, yeah. uh, they did a really good job at making sure you know the course was protected, the employees were protected, and um, they handled the situation pretty well and was able to maintain a pretty good uh, play count. And we did a, we had a lot of rounds. You know there wasn't guest play for a long time. It was just members only. And um, you know, a lot of members leave over the summer, but a, a lot more happen to stay this year just because of everything. And with, and, uh, you know, with how the world has been, golf has been, you know, one of the few things that people do to kind of keep the sanity. So it's been, we've been lucky out here. We've been extremely lucky. You know, we're grateful every day to have the course that we do, and for the the staff that we do there to to maintain it as well as they did.
1: Good. Good. Connor, have you played in many tournaments recently? Or How has the tournament schedule been?
3: Uh, I played a few Dakota Tour events this summer. Um, didn't play as well as I wanted to, but, uh, you know, I mean, I learned a bunch, and it was definitely worth the worth trip. And, you know, we're going to get back to the drawing board here shortly. What's plan coming up? Say it again. What's plan coming up? Uh, I'm going to play Nevada Open here in November, and my goal is to, to play probably hopefully one event. least a month until the summer starts back up again and then the goal is to go to corn Ferry q school here in next september i mean it's kind of a bummer obviously with COVID happened that couldn't go to q school this year but yeah yeah
2: that's a big time bummer
4: what's your what's your background in golf then, conrad what do you play collegially
3: or you just yeah i played two years at a juco in arizona called mace community college and then i played for a division two school in colorado springs for a year and then i Back and finished my degree at Arizona State, but uh, yeah, I've been playing ever since, brother.
4: Right on. That's that's a that's a good path, I mean. I commend you for not giving up on your dream, man. That's a
2: yeah, it's long incredible,
3: haul. dude. I'll be the first one to tell you, man. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's tough. You yep. know, easy path to take, but man, it's uh, it's been my dream ever since I was a kid. So I'm gonna keep chasing until uh, until I, until I can't, yeah. man. It's I didn't know. Desk.
2: Like I didn't know anything about like these mini tours until i started working at Silverleaf and like met like Conrad and and all the other guys and just like just hearing about like what they have to go through and put themselves through mentally, physically, emotionally to like, even on these mini tours it's just insane. Like I give these guys so much credit for pursuing their dreams in such a competitive and tough field. I mean the talent is just insane. It's just through the roof. Incredible. So, it's, yeah. And I, like, I just, I can't speak enough about these guys' character and their, like, just their mental toughness.
1: It's true. I mean, golf, golf right now is one of the most competitive sports in the world. If you take oh, a look. Oh, easily. If you take a look at how many people are trying to get to the top and how little the top is and really in a hole. I mean, thousands, right, for thousands sure. sure.
3: Thousands and thousands, and what there's 300 cards at most given out every year. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my thing, the same They always keeps me coming back is someone's got to make it, and it might as well be me. Right. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone's got to make it,
2: brother. You know? Someone's got to. I mean,
0: it's true. You, you hear lots of stories of guys making it from, from the mini tours or from the Mackenzie tour and having tons of success. I mean, we just saw with Mackenzie Hughes. He made a run this week at the tour championship. Oh
2: dude. And what what did he what was he on the list? Wasn't didn't he just what was how much money did he just make? Or what what was that?
0: I don't know. He did might have made like half a million, but I know he had to make a putt last week to get into the tour championship. I think right. that putt was worth like well over a million dollars. So
3: that's cool. So a cool man. That's awesome.
0: And he knew it too. He knew it
4: when he was standing over that putt. That's the even more
3: like. You yeah. <laughs> no, see his reaction, man. He just was so relieved. Can you, imagine, can you imagine having a four
1: footer, four and a half footer sliding right to left downhill pretty
2: quick?
1: Oh.
3: Uh-huh.
2: For <laughs> so, hey, it's what dreams
3: are made of, man. It's what dreams are made of. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Well, uh, what else we got? I know we can get into some of the Safeway talk. We can get into obviously the Tour Championship, the FedEx Cup playoffs. I've
1: got, uh, I've got a little news before we get started there. Yeah. Uh, as of the middle of last week, I have acquired a new sponsor. Uh, what? Congratulations. Company This the called Formacars, um, owned by Mr. Chris Aurelia. And he is a uh, guy that owns a business that creates replica cars. And actually, if you go online and look at them, they're pretty cool. They use a 3D configurator to create create all their cars, and then they'll do like mock cars of like Shelby's or whatever. And they're they're pretty they're pretty cool looking. Um, all oh, that's hand. awesome! So they'll be uh, hopefully starting here in a couple of weeks on the hat, along with uh, the podcast, and then the uh, couple other gear things that I wear that. Uh, help out but just a new guy out of there and wanted to want to bring him up and we'll be doing more with him in the future
3: it's awesome man congratulations
2: congrats
0: dude yeah that's great i think uh i say we get into the tour championship and then we get towards the Safeway as a uh, tour championship just ended a couple hours ago we're recording this on monday it is weird to say that the tournament ended on a monday i don't know if yeah. you have any insight into that read as to why they do that
1: it was Labor Day. I think it was just a cool Monday finish because probably a lot of people weren't working and whatnot.
0: Gives them a,
4: a little extra time between the playoff tournaments, right? Yeah, I
1: guess, I guess they've been doing it for a couple years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's an absolute crazy run by DJ. I think I saw someone, maybe it was Justin Ray, tweeted out that he's made $18.5 million in the last, like, four weeks. After, That's
2: nuts.
0: After going 80-80-78 withdrawal.
2: That's insane.
1: Uh, think about it from TPC Boston and on.
4: He's gone bananas just from that.
2: <laughs>
4: well, and he went he went win second place win, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: and then and, and then basically win the FedEx Cup.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. What I do you
2: do with all that money when you would just acquire it that fast?
0: <laughs> Spend it on Paulina.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yes, Reed, what do you do with that money, you rich boy?
2: Well,
1: I mean, a lot of their FedEx, I don't know how much I'm supposed to know when i but there, their FedEx is annuity. Um, it's an annuity deal, but uh, they also get some earnings with it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, these guys are out here because they love playing golf. I mean, the, the earnings that comes with it are, are awesome, but I think these guys want majors and championships and FedEx titles and blah, 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 almost as much as anything.
2: More, yeah,
0: more than... Yeah. yeah, I mean, DJ has, like, unlimited money regardless of if he won this or not.
2: Yeah, he's. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, we're talking
0: like he's suffering had he lost. Yeah. Like a third would have been real damaging to his bank account. Yeah, I don't do think, think of
3: he's going to go to Chicago and Caddy to make money to pay for the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Speaking of money, I don't, think,
4: money, I don't think, money. think... I think he would have moved into, like fourth all time in the money list if if the fifteen it's this I'm gonna get going on it real quick here. All right that, go yeah
2: go on
4: <laughs> I'm not a fan <laughs> of the new scoring at all and it's there's a lot of convoluted um things going back and forth but part of it is a the money the fifteen million doesn't get counted to your career PGA tour earnings which is very odd but whatever. Um so It's not like
2: why does why does it
4: not count? Uh, Trust me, there's so many questions in my brain. Don't get him started. Oh yeah! Don't open that. Don't go
2: down that rabbit hole.
4: There's so many different lines drawn that it doesn't make sense to me. Like for example, the official world golf ranking points are based off of the 72 stroke or 72 hole stroke play. So Xander actually got the most official world golf ranking points this week because he had the low score of the week just counting those 72 holes not the
2: i don't like that
4: it's it's so odd i, didn't know that either. That's some I don't like that um also i mean i'm gonna keep going here
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: let it
3: rip, man, let it rip, i don't like yeah.
4: i don't like that they get an official tournament they get a PJ Tour tournament victory for this like DJ does like I 100% think DJ should win the FedEx Cup and he ended up he either way if um if this was the old scoring and he was tight T3 this week he still would have won the FedEx Cup I'm I'm like 99% sure <laughs> um but this way it's like he's already handicapped like a, a lead and then he's going to be gifted a PJ Tour victory. I mean, it's not like he yeah, you're given like
0: double the lead. It's either they yeah. should give you the points. Lead. Yeah,
4: and it's already a smaller field, which people were already like buzzing about. Oh, like when Tiger won, right? It's like a 30-person field. Should he even like should this be his 80th win when he he won back in 2018? So there's yes. there's a lot to discuss around this.
3: <laughs> I kind
4: of 100% think DJ should be the FedEx Cup champion. He is amazing, and he is a beast, and he's incredible. So,
2: side note, side note: three years ago, I caddied for this dude whose wife was very pregnant, and he convinced her to name their baby after whoever won the FedEx Cup. Really? <laughs> yeah, three years ago, I can't even remember who it won. Who won, Who won it?
1: Probably Billy Horschel.
4: <laughs> yeah, it. it was right before We're Tiger. Was that? Uh, yeah, it's all. Well, Right before Tiger won the tour championship, which was actually when Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup. It might have been it might have
0: been Rory, didn't he? So I was saying I think it was Rory. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Well then we got a little baby Rory running
3: around. <laughs> there you go. I'm be honest. <laughs> All
2: right, <man>. sorry, Conrad. <laughs>
3: I like the old school way of like where five guys that were in the top five, whoever won the tour championship, won the FedEx Cup. It kinda led to like it made it more, you know, impactful, I guess. It made it more exciting, at least in yeah. my opinion like more of like in regular sports like yeah i mean you play well throughout the season but man this is the tour championship like you have to perform when it counts i don't know I yeah, thought yeah
2: you're I liked... looking at it like it's such a player's angle i feel like kind because you are a player obviously <laughs>
3: yeah i thought that was kind of cool yeah, yeah.
4: i 100 percent agree i love the the old way of doing it and and they like i think they tried to make it more easier to watch for people to be like oh there's just one set of scores you have to look at whoever wins this tournament is going to win all the money and all their glory and all that but it sucks
2: I, that they from if that's true though they're trying to base off of who's watching it though because you'd rather have it just be like as competitive as possible
4: yeah it's not that it's not like it's that hard to follow and you can have you know they used to have right. the little the little green number or red number or whatever next to their name and be like oh they're going to win the fedex cup if things hold in place and it
3: wasn't that hard to follow beforehand, but
0: oh, whoa! Well.
3: Exactly. I would love to see
0: match play out of it. I thought match play would have been cool to have, like maybe to just have the top four from like this tournament go into like a that be switch- play match play or a 30, 32 player match play. That'd yeah, be switch- that.
2: like an amateur. Like- <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of cool.
0: Thirty-two switch- person match play would have been tough, though. I think because it would have been like a big disadvantage to the top person, because I think there's not that much of an edge one-on-one
4: that's the thing too zach talking about edges
0: if you take it back
4: to like if this was back when tiger woods was winning like eight tournaments in one year and he's just kicking everyone's butt the entire season and you get to the you get to the tour championship and all he gets is a two-stroke lead over some guy like come on yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, so true true. they should have done pick your opponent match play and people were like that's a bad idea because it's going to start Like feuds between players. That'd be amazing.
2: Pick your opponent. That would be incredible. If you want to talk about people who would watch that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why people are like,
0: we don't want this. It's going to start arguments. I'm like, that's exactly what we want. That's
2: (laughs) That's why it was brought up. (laughs) We need to do, we need Tiger and Phil to redo their match with their own money. That's what we need to do. (laughs)
4: Yeah. That could that could happen. I've heard I've heard rumblings of uh, something's gonna start up soon between them again. We'll see. The match three. Match classic. three is upon us. Is, uh, quite
1: interesting, I must say.
4: But all in all, all, in all, the the end of the tournament was pretty exciting. I mean, Xander yes, and J- was. JT made it made it interesting. Um, but man, and the weird thing is about it is, like, the official world golf golf ranking points thing is not based on the FedEx Cup results, which DJ is, like, playing with the lead the entire tournament, so his mindset's got to be a little different. I mean, players will say they're just going out there to shoot, you know, their best score that they possibly can, usually, but I feel like there's got to be a – I mean, you're playing a little different when you already have a lead over – half the field and whatnot but
1: I mean there's definitely ways you can play that bring more reward in with more risk you know what I mean so
2: well do you Reed? do you find that you guys play differently if you're in the lead?
1: uh no we, we try to stick to a game plan pretty much but I mean if, if if we're in a position where we can make a run like we may and we're swinging it well we may take a little. A couple more lines, maybe a couple steps closer to a flag stick or whatever. Like if you're hanging, if you're hitting it well, as Connor knows, like sometimes you're honed in and your your margin of error really isn't that big at that time, you know. So, right. Yeah. Situational.
0: You have to ask read questions as if it's for another golfer because it's for hubs. He'll give you like the Greg Popovich answer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you stick to a game plan. It's like Bill Belichick <laughs> or Popovich. <laughs> he always sticks to a game plan.
3: Got to stay consistent, man.
2: So then, like, would you guys say, as players, would it, would you be start to take riskier shots if you might fall back a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if you need to make up shots coming on the stretch, there's definitely you need to make birdies. Like, yeah, I mean, you get a little more aggressive. You just than, gotta
2: go for it sometimes.
4: I, you Kind of have right. to. You yeah. want to win the tournament? Yeah. You're not you're not getting unrealistic, but if it's like oh, I could, I could definitely make it in two to this par five from the rough. Like I know I can do it, but it's probably not the best play with water over there on the right. But I can do it. But I need to make this eagle. So. <laughs>
2: people like, whenever people well, like, not like whenever people ask me, I'm just like always no risk and no biscuit. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, okay. Do
0: did you, did you guys see Rory's? Uh shot from the rough just right into the water just in front of him yes. that's the most relatable golf shot of the year <laughs> wow.
4: that was that was wonderful i don't think i have I mean we had hb 3 doing that little top shot a little a few weeks back and that was pretty uh i'm sorry guys but it was pretty wonderful to see <laughs> but it <laughs> was
2: wow,
0: very relatable yeah
2: very relatable his little baby is so cute hb 3 oh. is
1: one of my favorite people out there, man.
0: Yeah. I think he's Love one him. of everyone's favorite people out there.
2: Yeah,
0: very he's, true. The man yeah, of people.
4: Rory's got dad power now, so I think he the two of out.
2: Did you see his his um his first like dad joke that he made?
4: <laughs> oh no, what was it, Don?
2: Oh my god, are you ready? Okay. He's like, now that I'm a uh or wait, Rick. Mess it, up. it was something i've been storing all my dad jokes in a database <laughs>
0: oh my god <laughs> i thought when did he have his kid did he have the kid on friday or thursday like
2: pretty recently because then like as soon as he made a birdie it was like the headline was roy's first birdie as a dad like okay but wasn't, I think he, kept,
0: wasn't he kept saying that if he has a kid before he's going to drop out of the tournament, and then he had a kid and he kept playing.
4: And he just kidding.
2: kept playing in the most roaring move ever.
4: Yeah. It's because he, he had a good Thursday, and I think it was – or Friday, right? And I think
2: – Yeah, I think the, it was Friday.
4: He had the kid Friday night, but he had a really good Friday. So, he was like, ooh, I could win this thing. There's $15 <laughs>
2: million out there. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I just had a kid, so.
3: There's a wonder there.
1: Yeah. I wonder if he'll be playing Napa. <laughs>
0: we'll see (laughs) no one do you know what the standings were of the tournament like uh assuming everyone started the same i know xander would have won was dj xander would have xander would
4: have won by three over scotty scheffler who would have came in second and jt and dj um would have tied for third that's kind of all i remember but
0: yeah scotty scheffler i love that guy i don't know if you've had any interactions with him Reed, but i feel like he's one of the good ones on tour
1: yeah, we've uh, we played with him once on maybe twice on the Corn Ferry, and I think twice on the PGA. Uh, I was gonna really say,
2: isn't he pretty fresh?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a really good kid. He's uh, he's he's really nice. A lot of talent. A lot of talent, dude.
4: Went to UT, I think.
1: Texas.
0: Yeah,
4: he played in Texas.
1: Yeah, um, but has the right mind for for the game. The game he tries to play.
4: Got that crazy right leg footwork going on that everyone loves to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. that that thing's, that's crazy. I'm like, how do you even like are standing up right now and I think slid
0: foot back. (laughs) Yeah, and then I want to know what everyone's thoughts before we move on from the tour championship. Uh, Bryson was all the talk of the tour when he was winning. I feel like now he's been losing and everyone just completely forgot about him. So, uh, I don't know. What are you guys' opinions on. What's been hurting him and why he hasn't been able to perform after hitting 400-yard drives every week? That's a great question. I
4: mean, we can't have a podcast without Bryson coming up. But
0: exactly.
4: uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe uh, – there's obviously golf's a complicated game and you can't just overpower it. And he, he's a really good putter too. That's the thing is I think he's one of the, one of the better putters on tour inside of like 10 feet or something.
2: Um, he's just so analytical. I feel like he's just always like, just I don't know. He's just almost too analytical.
3: Just overthinking it. I mean, that's yeah, just, just place. I mean, I think everybody like, regardless of you know what they think about him. I mean, the guy kind of has his own. Yeah, method. but
2: I mean, the dude's got his all the aren't aren't like all his irons the same length.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like
2: he's just so like I don't know. He's just such an odd player in general.
3: Everyone's quick to hate on him, but man, I mean, he's. Produced. I know
2: I I I like Bryce, and I have no problem with him.
3: I, I, uh,
1: I go back to the PGA Championship. I had a conversation. I was sitting at uh, either breakfast or lunch with Tim Tucker, his caddy, and the things that okay, they go through, and like degrees and this and that. It's like it's stuff that like you think about it. It's just like it makes sense, but in a sense, it's just a lot. You know what I mean? It, like,
3: yeah. dude, as his caddy, hey, that's got to be a nightmare. Yeah.
4: Uh, that's one of the toughest jobs on tour. Before, Seriously, you.
2: Know. Could you maybe imagine you like a bonus
0: read to... maybe of input? Do you think he gets like a couple extra percent here and there for having to do like absurd amounts of math?
2: For having <laughs> to do calculus on the green? It's a prerequisite.
0: <laughs> you have to be able to do calculus in your head.
4: A squared plus B squared equals C
3: squared. I, I got to imagine that's one of the few guys that like the caddy would fire the player like, dude, I'm sick of it. I can't deal with it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like, Bryson's just not working out, buddy.
3: (laughs) He's like, like,
4: man, Cam Cam Champ's going to give me a a job, and all he likes to do is pound the ball, so I'm going to go play. (laughs) You know what,
2: though? I feel like so many people think that, like, being a long – like, nowadays being a long hitter is, like, everything. And, yeah, like, you have to be able to hit it far to be able to keep up. But that, like, I feel like so many people focus on that, and then their short game just starts to slip because they're like, oh, I need to hit it as far as DJ, or I need to hit it as far as whoever, you know? It's yeah, like absolutely. drive for show, putt for dough.
0: Yeah, I'm looking now. Bryson, he's first gained off the tee. He's 10th in putting, and then he's 111th around the green and 119th approaching the green.
3: <laughs> so those uh, he's in the run like
0: irons are letting him down.
3: I mean I don't know about you guys but I mean it's got to be harder on the greens with like a lob wedge at the same length as a 6 iron. I mean hitting some of those shots on the greens with that length of a lob got to be impossible. I'm sure you lose some of your touch with that with a club that long. Yeah.
4: I, I, yeah. Think I yeah, his whole game his whole game is like the complete opposite of feel and touch, you know. It's all just I have to do this same thing. It's like thing science. Every it's based time.
2: on science.
4: Yeah. So, and that's what I feel like. Short game is almost like, at least half of it is like feel and touch, and a, a lot of it's mental, and then it's just execution. Yeah.
0: yeah it's so sad. because yeah. I'm a big Bryson guy, and then it was looking so good for a while. I'm like the analytics are taking over, and now it's just been a complete shit show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Back
0: to square one. He needs to lose eighty I know. pounds.
2: I was, I feel like he's like an under, he wasn't like, you want to root, him for, root for him for a long time. And now it's just kind of like, well.
0: Yeah,
4: we're going to come back next year and he's going to be like <laughs> 170 pounds and like only hitting at like 285. Yeah, I was
0: convinced Bryson was going to win every tournament in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> clean, clean, clean. <laughs> oh, It'll man. happen. But uh, Reed, now uh, tell everyone, all the listeners, where you're at now. What's going on this week?
1: Uh, we are in Napa, California, at the Safeway Open, uh, the Silverado Resort.
4: Any uh, sorry to cut into it. Are there any forest fires down there yet? I haven't seen Good any. Good question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. Being over here, it's been kind of a big topic in California, especially. Then...
1: Oh, I know it was like three or four years ago where they had one come down and get a part of the golf course or close or something like that because there's some of the hills that sit right there and I think it's over that hills, and we'll just start running down to the to the valley. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry w- to throw you off. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, we're in Napa. Uh, last year, I believe, we had a tied 13th finish here. Um, fun little golf course, uh, some tricky greens and spots, uh, a little bit of elevation change in, in parts. Um, not overly long, more of a... Um, Golf course, but you got to be smart and plot your way around it. Um, accuracy off the tee is pretty big, and I think putting as well with with the slope on some of these greens. But uh, at the end of the day, consistency I think prevails here.
0: Yeah, is it is it weird? Like I feel like golf is the only sport where you don't have to keep thinking about what happened last season because one week later you're starting the new season.
1: Right. No. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. You just roll into a new mindset, or not even a new mindset, the same mindset, but it's just a new season. And uh, you, know, you go through your routine just like you always have. And, you know, coming back from a week off, I was ready to go and got some tournaments coming up. Uh, and, you know, you just kind of roll into it like it's just another tournament. That's the way I look at it, you know. The Tour Championship, or the PGA Championship, or whatever tournament you get into, you just kind of roll with it like it's just another golf tournament. I got, a
3: question. I got a question for you, Reed. I mean, since obviously with COVID going on, they actually switched majors around. I mean, are you guys going to even have like an offseason right now? I mean, it seems like you guys just pretty much rolling right into majors in the new season.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, we uh, – so this week's Napa, next week's the U.S. Open. Uh, we – I have plans to go there. I'll just say that. It's not official until tonight comes out. I do have plans to go to the U.S. Open next week. Um, you know, I don't like to get anything beforehand, and you know, if nothing's official, I'm not going to get myself ahead of it. But uh, looks like we make it in. Um, so U.S. Open, and then I'll have a week off, and then we'll go to uh, Mississippi for Sanderson.
3: Crazy man! The new schedule—you yeah. get turning and turning, man. That's awesome.
1: And after Sanderson, it's two weeks in uh, Vegas, one week in L.A. And I think a week off, and then I think into Houston. I think that's our ter- – yeah, into Houston. I think that's our tentative schedule up until then.
3: It's awesome, man. So.
4: I mean, I'm sure you prefer just let- – yeah, Mark, let's play whenever we can. I'm all good for that. Yeah,
1: I, I, don't get me wrong. I like a week off here and there. I like going home to the beach and whatnot. You know, a week off after three or four or five weeks sometimes is nice to go refresh. But when I'm on the road, I get – you know, playing tournament golf, collegiate golf, myself, as long as you know, as well as Connor and whatnot. You know, you, you get in a, in, a, in a competitive mindset whether you're hitting the golf shot or not. And it's just competing is competing is addictive.
4: Especially 100%. when you guys have been playing as good as you guys are playing.
1: It's it's addictive and in a good way, to where you just you know you just
3: kind of zone in and
1: you. Like there are times in the past when there was fans where I'd have. You Know a friend out from the city that we were in that would come out and watch, or whoever, family, or and and they you know, it's just saying something down me walking outside a fairway. And I don't even, I, I don't hear him, I don't see him like genuinely. I just you are got to get zoned out, you go into a competitive mindset, and that's four or five weeks straight. You know, you just got to keep it going and know the arrest is coming so.
0: Yeah, and uh, Reed, I know uh, before we we get on to our our picks, you tend to have a uh, fun fact about the city you're in. I do have one.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> love My Favorite,
0: my favorite part, okay. my favorite time of the week. All right, we
1: are in Napa, California. Yeah, for Don and Connor, I usually try to keep it something to do with like geography, like where I'm at.
2: Oh God, I failed geography three times. All right, here.
1: So, it's kind of a geography, it's a numbers question, but it has to do with the part of town I'm in. So, how many wineries are in Napa County?
3: Roughly. Oh, oh, man. Um, okay. so like rounded. Doc- a- What's your guess? Do we get doc-
2: options? Or do oh, yeah. we, we get options, or we just have to flat out guess?
1: <laughs> no, flat out guess.
2: Okay, how many wineries are in Napa? Geez, I'm going to say Napa County.
4: I'm gonna say a clean one hundred.
2: Dude wait, is this price of right rules? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um I'm gonna go eight sixty. Oh Jesus. No, I'm thinking of a
4: <laughs> I that could be right. Might be yeah. right, Don. Uh, I don't know.
2: I don't know. That was the first number that popped in my head, but I don't like it. it could I feel be like it's way too high.
1: We need a we need a submitted answer.
2: Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Oh, am I allowed to swear?
0: Oh yeah,
2: you're Yeah, no, you uh, can't nice fucking swear. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Okay. It's so All funny right, whenever I'm... I candy for dudes, they're like, Can we swear? I'm like, you, if you can say whatever the fuck you want, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with two hundred and twenty. Ooh, I'm gonna go. I feel like they're they're asking <laughs> a ton. I'm
0: going with 1,000 on the dot.
2: Oh! 1,000! 1, Betting 1,000 over here. Oh, before
1: we go on to this answer, I have to tell Don and Connor about, Zach, what was the question that you hit right on the button?
0: Oh, my God. That was the most incredible performance of my life. <laughs> oh, <is this> a... <laughs> that, though?
2: Oh, God, I hope you don't have a girlfriend.
0: Was, yeah. it, was it the beat? Was <laughs> it the beat of it uh, tells me that was the best performance, Boston? too.
1: <laughs> Zach, was it? Was it the? Was it the? Was it the top? Was it the height of the Green Monster in Boston? Yes. Oh yes. yeah, The guy got it to the foot, man. Like down to the foot.
0: Am i might yeah. not on this one. It's a thousand. I knew it. And he thinks they
4: throw touchdowns in baseball. <laughs>
1: oh geez. In Napa County, there are approximately 700 wineries.
2: No.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, that makes Conrad the winner though by Price is right rules. Oh, Price is right.
2: Price w. is right. <laughs>
0: wow. Donna's pretty close though.
2: I you know what? I'm I i do not feel as bad about my guess now. I thought that I thought that was like super aggressive, but I
1: thought Probably it might have been it. way higher. I thought you were gonna <laughs> seven hundred and that was gonna be a guaranteed.
2: Jeez. Oh silly me.
4: That's a lot of vino. That is. <laughs> there is
2: that sounds like somewhere I want to be, though.
4: And no one, essentially. Yeah. No corner
2: you turn, they're there.
4: Zach, would you like me to get into my Tiger stat of the week? Oh, yeah, you go for it. These are uh, our new advanced segments. Oh, segment another football. great
2: thing, yes.
4: Yeah, I mean, being a golf-centered podcast, we have to bring in the GOAT LT Gray, into the conversation. So, yeah, once a week I spew off a – a random little Tiger fact for everyone. And this week, since we had the FedEx Cup Championship, whatever you want to call it, the, the playoffs, the ending, ending standings, and all that money had been had. Um, let us give a, a round of applause to Tiger Woods for being the first ever billion-dollar sports figure in the world. That's that's the stat. He's the go. He's the, ma-
2: he's the. He well, MJ's up there as well. Let's not
4: forget. MJ's <laughs> MJ's like a very close second. <laughs> <laughs> you never can't take that man. Yeah, dude, pretty, dude,
2: he's amazing.
4: Money is not a thing.
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> while well, those two uh, segments that we have are good, no one. I don't think you're aware of the new greatest segment we're going to be adding. I don't know if Reed came prepared for this. Uh I thought of it. I told Reed he probably didn't come prepared. It was going to be read reading the menu of the fanciest <laughs> restaurant he went that week because all I see every single week is Reed at some fancy ass restaurant on Snapchat. <laughs> it's like we understand uh, a lot of good finishes Reed, but you're going to got to start investing that money.
1: Am I going? Am go That's am amazing. I go, of last week, yeah. Uh, last week I was in Columbus for part of my week off and I went to a dinner at Ruth's Chris.
2: Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good steakhouse.
1: Okay.
3: Lovely. So, How do you up. like Lovely. your
2: steak cooked? How do you like your steak cooked? This is a big question.
4: Medium rare. All day.
2: All day. All day, baby. All, all
4: day. Do not, uh, do not ask Zach this question. You will.
2: Oh God. Oh, oh I'm no. Can, you like answer. tires to eat? Do you like to eat tires?
0: My grandfather's like a butcher too, he gets so upset. I get oh. a medium well. Oh no.
2: You hate to see it, man.
0: It's the best way to cook it. I don't want the, the cow like half dead. Oh. For all the flavors <laughs> in. It.
2: Yeah, dude.
0: Blood sprawling everywhere. Have
2: a it mouth,
0: not have
1: to chew it for four minutes
2: just to <laughs> <eat> your- Seriously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know next oh, week you're coming prepared with a menu you're <laughs> going to have music in the background you reading it
2: uh, yeah classical music playing exactly. just softly
3: so, <laughs> Reed's a very fancy guy now <laughs> I mean Reed you should to learn how to play the piano for that piece
2: yeah
1: <laughs> I, I, should, I should just pop off like a piano too I'm like Mr. Rodgers
0: Yeah, people can't see this podcast, but for those listening, he's wearing a (laughs) three-piece suit as we speak. (laughs) Starting to get to be a lot.
2: (laughs) It's a sight to see.
0: Hey, we we, we just
1: like to have fun here.
0: It is a sight to see, but as always, before, before we finish things off, we want to give our picks for the Safeway Open. We have a perfect record of not guessing the winner right, even though we do pick competitive golfers. So, uh, Nolan, I'll, I'll lead to you to guess first. Yeah, man, there is a
4: there's a lot of interesting options this week. I was thinking about you know Jordan Spieth, maybe take a flyer on him. Who knows what will happen? He's I feel like one of these weeks he's gonna figure it out eventually. He's just too good to not. Dude,
2: but, that's what I was gonna say.
4: Yeah, well, I'm not gonna take it, so don't worry. <laughs> Bill's returning back from the winner's circle um, after <laughs> winning in the Champions Tour event he played for. He's make, making it back with the, the young guns out here on the PJ Tour, so that'll be interesting. And, of course, we got Seabass in the tournament. We got Peter Quest. So a lot of friends of the podcast are out there playing this week, uh, including yours truly, Mark Hubbard, who I sneakily really really like this week but um i don't know if i can pick mark like it, it, it's like weird good, man weird voodoo like going what? on
3: okay <laughs> i was gonna take hubs man i got uh i got <laughs> down man
4: okay well i'm gonna take we already mentioned them already i'm gonna take harold varner the third this week i think it, it H 3 kind of gets
0: it done Ooh, i like that pick don what's your uh
2: I was going to cool. go just the wild card speed because he's – like he is just – one day he's just going to find it. And I'm just – just like Conrad said, maybe it's his day soon.
3: <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that one, Conrad. I mean, I got Hobbs, man. I really got a feeling that uh, old Reed and Hobbs are going to get it done this week, man. Yeah, It's a golf course. It's a golf
1: course. that kind of fits us. I mean, you still got to strike the ball well and hit it well. That's what the golf comes down to. But it definitely – you know, it's kind of – uh, ball-shaping, you know, placement golf course, and it's
4: – uh, I get so nervous when I think about you guys winning, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
2: I get so excited. I hope you do. I'm
1: pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, i mean, you just kind of – at the end of the day, you just got to go through your routine and just let it happen. Uh, that's kind of the mindset I go into it with. I mean, of course, you want to win every golf tournament, you know, but yeah, it's not feasible to win every one of them. You got to step in, like, you know, and go through your routine like you're going to. But uh, – just fight to the very last shot to the hole.
0: Yeah, and uh, I can't go Hubbard because, as Nolan mentioned, we do have a curse on who we pick. So uh, my pick to win this week, I'm going to go with, I think he's the only two-time or back-to-back winner of this event, Brendan Steele. Oh. Never awesome. missed a cut Oh the event.
2: I like that pick.
4: Zach's getting very analytical on us. Very analytical. I like it
0: Because uh, I know that he won back-to-back. If you win back-to-back, you're going to win a third time. It's just a guarantee.
1: Zach, Sorry. is Leishman in the field? Sorry? Is Leishman in the field?
0: Uh, No, he's not. Is he not? No. I haven't you know, even I have looked.
1: I haven't looked for a
0: second. With you. So, uh,
1: is Finau
2: playing?
0: Sorry?
1: Is Finau playing,
0: Tony? No. No. He
2: is one of the nicest people I've, like, one of the coolest people I've ever talked to. He doesn't he's run his own so Twitter nice.
0: account, though.
2: <laughs> well, he's a he's a a member at Summerleaf, and I was like in the middle of 18 fairway and just four and he was driving by and he stopped so I could say like so and he waved at me and I was just like, hey, <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> and my heart just like stopped. I was just like, oh gosh.
1: He's uh, yeah, he's he's awesome.
2: He is is, uh, is Strelman playing Zach?
0: Is Strelman? Yep. He is playing. Marines just running up. Oh.
2: oh, I like Strelman. I want to change my pick. I'm take
1: Kevin Strelman.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Okay. For a second, to clarify.
1: For a second, to clarify. Yeah.
0: How amazing would it be? Come on, if we had a 1 2 Hubs Strelman finish. What would you be happier about? The fact that Hubs wins or the fact that you predicted Strelman <laughs> for second? <laughs> I mean,. It's like a one A and one B situation there. That's true. That's so true. That's
2: a great answer. You should run for
0: (laughs) mayor. And I keep forgetting different segments we have for some reason. It keeps going over my head. But the final segment we have is we all go around and we have a democratic vote on what color Reed will dye his beard if Hubbard wins this week. He's Uh, agreed to do this every um, week.
1: The last thing I remember is three questions by a Canadian.
0: That's true. Okay, if you keep talking, I might think of some.
1: <laughs> so there was one week where I actually uh, I told you guys that I would dye my hair. It was in Detroit. And yeah. I actually told you guys on the pod that I would dye my hair pink if we won. And there were, come Saturday, we were kind of in the hunt. Saturday night, <laughs> it ran through my head, and I just started laughing.
0: You were in the hunt. You were in the lead, I think.
1: I think we were one back or something. Yeah, Dude, it if it's better.
2: if you win this week, you should do green for money. Green? Yeah,
1: I agree. Green, I agree like lime green, like bright green. I think the new deal is gonna
4: be going bald instead of dying hair. It's way worse.
2: Why? No, no, yeah. But what? you have to wear you have, have to wear a,
4: a visor. You have to wear a visor the next
0: yes. week. Bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No chance in No chance No He'd rather do the
2: green beard. <laughs>
1: Um, I would become literally the next cooked tomato to be served on the next
2: day. <laughs> That'd be the tan line of that would be amazing.
1: Oh, uh, you should you should see my hat tan line
2: right now. Let's see it. Oh. Let's see it. Come on, you can't bring it up and not show us.
4: Oh, that's not like Bill Haas or anything. Come on.
2: <laughs> no, it's,
4: Bill Haas is bad.
2: <laughs> oh, that's nothing. That's not that my bad. My sock tan is way worse.
4: Oh yeah. Sock tans can get bad.
2: Sock tans are brutal.
4: I got a bad one, too.
0: All right. Well, uh, I don't know if if anyone has anything left to say or uh, anything left to chime in on, any questions to ask.
1: Uh, No, I just want to make another mention and say thank you to former cars. Uh, Thank you to Don and Connor for coming on. Uh, looking forward to doing more work with both of you in the future and continue work with uh, FormaCars and Chris Aurelia uh, out in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, thank you, Zach and Nolan, for uh, both coming on again as normal. Looking, uh, looking forward to new and success with you
0: guys. Yeah, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. It was great to have you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll have you guys on again soon down the road. Love to, Yeah, man. thanks
2: so much. Yeah, it was great.
0: Super fun.